welcome back to the Lawali Life podcast. I'm so excited to be bringing you these new little mini episodes in between each amazing guest interview this season. If you haven't heard already, these are going to be reflections of mine from my favorite moments of the previous conversation and interview. So you'll either get a story, a tip, a reflection, or both. And I hope you enjoy. So my latest guest on the podcast was the incredible Dr. Dennis Harness, and he is one of the world's leading astrologers. This little episode, I highlight my greatest takeaways from him and talk about what he discovered and realized this year was for us as a collective, and then look at what my greatest lessons for this year, this crazy year have been, and hopefully they can give you guys something to reflect on, as well as my greatest tip and advice for going into 2021 to try and inspire and motivate you again at this very strange end to a challenging year and I hope you enjoy. My last guest as you know was Dr. Dennis Harness and it was so amazing to have him on the show because he really is one of the most respected and experienced Vedic astrologers out there. So it was incredible to hear his opinions and, well, expertise really on how the planets are affecting us, how the planets have affected us this year, and also things like karma, because that's something he's well, well versed in and his next book is called The Karmic Code, which he's currently writing. So two things that really stood out for me when we were speaking, one was about how we can correct our karma in something very simple. Well, I think one way to change karma is through, as Sri Yukteswar Yogananda's guru, who was a Vedic astrologer said, the first act on the spiritual path is to learn to behave, (laughs) just to behave. (laughs) Good behavior is is essential. But, um, you know, I think too that, um, uh, our karma is also strongly connected with um, with gratitude. That if we can, uh, I just heard. Uh, you know, the, I don't know if you ever heard of the spiritual teacher named Muji, um, but he's a spiritual teacher out of Portugal. Lives in Portugal. He has an ashram there. But he was asked recently about what is the most important mantra. You know, for this this woman asked, what was the what was her mantra? He asked, she asked if he would give her a mantra. And he said, Do you realize you want to know the most important mantra of all? And you know, the woman was just like, Yes, yes, I want to know it. And all the audience was, Yes, we want to know the most important mantra. Because mantras are one way to help change the karma a bit, you know. And he said the most important mantra is thank you. The most important mantra is thank you. I absolutely loved that because I think not only is it clearly a proven mantra for clearing karma and actually giving good karma out and receiving it, but it's something that we know from a mental health perspective, from an energetic perspective, from a mindset perspective, that what we focus on grows. And if we're focusing on the gratitude and the good in life, then we are able to see the good more, even from a neuroscience perspective you know what you practice goes stronger with your mind so if you're practicing gratitude 
then your mind will be able to look for the things to be grateful for more easily than it will for the things to not be grateful for. And so in that simplicity, if we can all correct our karma simply by starting to say thank you for the bad as well as the good, then that's something that can really shift our lives completely. I think that shift in perspective is something that's so... It can be really hard to come by. I know that when I finally learned to say thank you for even my sort of tragedies of a family and see the good that also has come within the bad, whether that's death of loved ones or awful experiences, what have those experiences shown you about yourself and what have those experiences given you in gifts that you might never have realised or never have seen I know for one, I'm a completely different person and for the better um, from those experiences of my own family and have developed different sides to myself that I don't think I would have been able to develop in quite the same way had I not been through those experiences with my sister, with my dad, with our family life and various different losses and stresses. And I am grateful for them. I miss them but I'm very grateful as well now to try and give gratitude for the harder experiences for that exact reason. Because when we can see the good and the bad, that's when the good really comes around a lot more. So thinking about your karma, how can you give thanks this year as well? Something that a lot of us have been seeing online is obviously how much this year has taken away from everyone. But I want to also bring to light how much it's given us. And before I do that, I want to just reflect on something that Dr. Harness said about what this year has given and what he saw coming with it as well. This eclipse again occurred, and of course we've had the pandemic. But the other factor that played into it was there was the nodes of the moon. They're called Rahu and Ketu. And they were in the same exact positions that they were during 9-11 in 2001, September 11, 2001, the same exact positions. So that was going on too. So we had that happening uh, as well. So, you know, it looked like a dicey year from whether Western astrology or Vedic astrology, you know, was coming. And, uh, you know, so it's not as we've all experienced. I, I don't predict doom and gloom kinds of things. So that's just not my, my, my nature. My nature is working more with people, individuals or couples, or, or um, I work with also astro cartography, which is taking your chart and putting it on a map of the world. So it is kind of uh, uh, like looking at ley lines of areas that may be more positive, areas that may be more difficult. But I think, you know, we, you know, as we've all experienced, we've, you know, all been shooken to, shaken to the core. But I think one thing great about this year is it's been a really good year for spiritual growth because it's forced us to go within, you know, um, and not, not to focus so much just on external reality, but focus on the inner planes as well as the outer planes. Firstly, I mean, just the fact that we have seen it written in the stars something big coming and not knowing obviously that it was going to turn out the way it did and be this kind of pandemic but that historically 
the stars are aligned in those specific ways when you look back in history, not just on 9-11, like Dr. Harness said, but when you go even further back, there have been sort of plagues and things that have happened in the olden days when the exact same star alignment has happened. So it's fascinating to know that these really tumultuous events are almost written in the stars. So why are they, would be the question. Why are these things almost preordained and why do we not do something about them? But I think for everyone, and for me definitely, what we have to see, have seen this year as, is that it was for our evolution of our higher consciousness to awaken us to the reality of what's going on in the world, to awaken us to who we want to be as people, to look within and see what's working for us, what isn't. And As Dr. Harness said, it's a great year for spiritual growth. Whether you have seen that growth in yourself yet or not, or whether you feel you are still just in total suffering, just know that whatever stage you're in of it, you are still growing spiritually. And then when you come out the other side of that, you have been given gifts within yourself that you couldn't ever dream of. And I say that from experience, from, you know, suffering in the past in my own ways, that what you gain out of losses in whatever way you may have lost something this year, whether that's, you know, a job, the way you lived, being able to see people, health, anything, what you gain out of losses, really something comes through that replaces it, which is a gift internally that you could never have bought. So going within, like he said, and focusing on your inner planes, Go within at the end of this year and reflect on what it is that you have learnt. And I want to share with you guys what my greatest lessons of this year have been, what it's taught me and how hopefully it can give you some inspiration and motivation to keep going and bring yourself into the new year in a more positive headspace. So... Lessons learned from 2020. And my God, (laughs) what a year. That is the first thing I'll say, I'll not say this year has been normal, a walk in the park or anything, but there have been good lessons within it, as well as the suffering we've seen. So my lessons for 2020, my main ones are this. I think the first one is that we need less than we think we do. Our after our basic need for survival, our greatest need to thrive, not just survive, is really about human connection. And that connection to be around those we love, to feel seen, to feel heard, to feel connected to people and loved. There is no one in humanity that doesn't want that deep down. And that is what this year has shown us from people's reaction to having to be on their own or not being able to see their loved ones and having that normality and that thing we take for granted taken away. And, you know, I've experienced that as so many have from the death of loved ones when that's suddenly taken away and you have taken it for granted. But I think to have it taken away in a different way, almost like a separation as opposed to a loss, is also something that really expands your empathy for one another and your need for connection and your appreciation for connection when it happens. My next lesson was the art of surrender again. I say again because if you guys have listened to, I think it was the last podcast episode I put up of my notes from Anna Grace Taylor's episode, surrender was a lesson that I got 
well versed in a few years ago, but it's something we always need reminding of because as humans, we are so obsessed with the need to control and it's something we have to try to surrender to as a daily practice, not just something we can learn once and then think I am a surrender master. But the art of surrender again, and simply that anything can be taken away from us at any moment, but that's not actually something to fear. It's something to just be known and to surrender to because that is life. You know, whatever begins also has an ending. And no matter what is physically taken from us, our own power, our own happiness, our own truths cannot be. And the love we shared with the people around us and something unexpected and good can come out of anything that is lost, truly. And what I mean by that is a deeper resilience, a greater sense of self, a deeper empathy for others a greater appreciation for the simple things in life and a greater perspective. You know, those are all things that I know I've experienced have come out of my own losses and the challenges of this year. So even if we don't quite see it at the time, we will eventually see those gifts after. So whether you're stuck, like I said, right now and you're suffering and you can't see any gifts that this year has given you, just know that those gifts are within you right now waiting to come out and that they will do at the right time when you're ready to really see and accept them my next lesson um, which again was a reminder for me as opposed to a new one was looking within again and knowing that certainty is found within us not in the outside world we spend so much time looking for certainty in the physical when as we've seen That is something we have little control over in the larger scale of life, if none at all. But we always have control over our own responses. And that is how we can find certainty. Certainty in the knowing that our happiness is in our own control. And our thoughts are our own to control. Our emotions are our own to observe and let go of. And that in itself is a power. That in itself is a power that no one can take away from you unless you decided to let them control what is only ever yours to really control, and that is your spirit, your mind, and your heart. The simple things in life that support our happiness, they do support our happiness, and that's why we've had challenges this year. Having those little simple freedoms taken away from us that we take for granted, whether that is just being able to go and visit a loved one or to be able to sit around a table with more than five friends or to dance in a crowd or to cheer to a goal, in a football stadium, any of these things, simply to travel, to have a job that's secure, to have a freedom that we always took for granted. Those simple things in life support our happiness. Yes, they absolutely do. But it is our own self that creates our happiness, nothing physical, because everything physical can disappear at any point, including us. But our happiness that lies in our ability to live life presently and fully to be grateful to manage our expectations to love freely and to be kind to ourselves and others and I think just noticing how much we actually have placed a lot of value on these huge outside experiences you know if you've been so sad this year because you haven't been able to do so many things in the physical world what has it actually shown you about your your inward world because 
as John Sarnay said, who was a guest on my podcast back in the first lockdown in March. And if you haven't listened to, listened to his episode, I really would recommend it. It's really interesting. And he said that the pandemic has been a magnifying glass for us emotionally in that whatever was under the surface before has now been magnified. So if you were angry before, you are going to be even more angry. If you were a little bit anxious before, you were likely going to be more anxious. If you were calm and at peace, you may just still be even greater and more calm and at peace and certain things and so on. So it's really looking about what were you not maybe willing to look at before this year showed you that you had to. And take the time to reflect now. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a moment. But if we realise that looking within is as important, if not far more important, than looking without, then we can really see great changes in our lives, not just for ourselves, but for the people that we spend time with and the people that our own behaviour and being affects on a day-to-day basis. One other great lesson before I go on to my top tip for 2021, because I want to give you guys some inspiration and motivation for how you can go into this next year and how you can finish this year. But one, um, one great lesson I learned this year was that not everything has to be planned out in advance all the time. You know, in the West, we are slaves to our own schedule. I don't know about you guys, but I especially living in London, I feel like it's such a planned out city. Sometimes I have a diary that is full for months, not even weeks, and you don't even have any space, well, before this year, any space for the freedom of just spontaneity and always knowing what we're doing this week, next week, often months in advance. You know, some people book holidays years in advance or meetings five months in advance. But when we, when we overdo this, and of course there is room for planning and scheduling, absolutely. But when we overdo this, we don't leave space for the magic and the spontaneity that the universe has to offer us. And I think, you know, isn't there something to be said for the not knowing? Because yes, we may not know what hardships are around the corner, like we've all experienced this year. No one could have seen this coming in the exact way that it has panned out, even if we could see something... Um, concerning was coming in the stars but no one may know what hardships are around the corner like we've experienced this year but then we also have to flip that around and have faith that if we don't know that if we don't know what hardships are coming then we also don't know what unexpected incredible gifts and experiences are on the way to which can also come at any time so think about that as you go into the new year Yes, next year may be uncertain. Maybe we don't know what's going to happen, but maybe that's not such a bad thing. So leave space in your mind for the good to come in. Leave space in your energy for the magic to unfold and have faith in yourself that it will in whatever way it's meant to. So my top tip for 2021 as you go into this new year, as we all go into this new year, not knowing what this new year can bring. We never know, but we really are faced with a lot of a lot of the unknown, a lot of uncertainty going into the new year. But maybe just don't see that as such a bad thing for the reasons we've just said. So my tip for that year is to not forget what you've learned and been shown about yourself in 2020 and to take it forward with you in 2021 and use it to your advantage. There's been a lot of talk online of what a waste this year has been, but it's only a waste if we allow it to be. 
by forgetting what it has individually shown us. And what I mean by that is there is not a single human being on the planet who's been affected by this pandemic who hasn't been shown something about themselves this year that they will have needed to see. So whether that was something they needed to heal within, whether that's a strength that they didn't know they had, everyone will have been shown something that they needed to see, know, and heal or use. So my tip for the new year and before this year is up is to sit down in a quiet space, get a pen and paper, take some moments for yourself, take a deep breath, light a candle, you know, create a sacred space and ask yourself, what have you learned about yourself this year? Not the world, but yourself. And then ask yourself, okay, how can I use that to my own advantage and implement it to benefit myself and others going into the new year and going forward? You know, start to build yourself a toolbox that you always have to fall back on and use when things like this year happen and put into that toolbox this new thing that you've discovered this year. Maybe you haven't realized what it is yet that's discovered within you, but it will come to the surface if you take the time to really reflect and sit down with your thoughts and write them down. Just remind yourself, you know, if you are sat at the end of this year thinking, my God, I can't do another year like this again next year, or will everything be okay, or just being fearful about what might be, just remind yourself of how far you've come this year, what you've managed to come through, what you've already survived what you've already dealt with what you've already learned and what you have already seen develop within yourself as a greater strength than you could have ever developed had this year been as happy and normal as the ones leading up to it but just know that you have gotten through it and you are far stronger than you ever thought believed or would know and I want to leave you with just reading a letter I wrote on Instagram the other day just about this year and human to human, what we've been faced with and what we can do with that. Dear fellow human, I know this year may not have turned out to be all you imagined. I know sometimes there have been moments where all you have felt is scared, frustrated and or just totally alone. I know that the new normal has been far from normal and that your heart has sunk a little every time you've been told it's time to lock back down. I know you miss just simply dancing in a crowd, singing to the sound of a live band or cheering in a crowd of people to that one final goal. I know you miss being able to stay out past 11pm or just sitting around a table and laughing with more than five of just your family and friends. I know that your own challenges you have faced this year have been made to feel even greater because of the collective one we've all been battling through. But I also know that no matter how much fear is put in front of you, there is nothing as powerful as what is inside your soul. That no matter how many different messages you hear in the media, there is always a message of guidance and love coming from within your heart. That God has a plan no matter what it may seem like in the fear of the outside world. And if you're reading this now, then you're part of that greater plan and you matter more than you know. I know that if everything else in the outside world crumbles, what can never be taken is your own strength and ability to give love and kindness to everyone you know. This year has shown everyone something about themselves that they didn't yet know or maybe didn't want to see. 
but I know from experience that out of great loss comes great truth, a deep truth about who you really are in your heart and your soul. So I pray that you thank this year, you thank it for what it has shown you, instead of cursing it for what it has taken away. And I pray that you take what it showed you about yourself into next year, and you use it every single day. So remember this Christmas, that nothing is ever lost that dies, and nothing is ever lost that loves. So keep loving, keep laughing, and know that whatever you have learned about yourself this year, it will one day be a great gift, far greater than you could have ever imagined. And that gift is totally for you. Because there's not a single person in the world that is the same as you, and you are special completely on your own. I hope you have a happy Christmas, no matter where you are, and no matter who you're with or who you're without. Know that this too shall pass, nothing lasts forever, and you are stronger than you know. 